Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. I'm proud to offer premium wireless for just $15 a month. And I'm proud that we have thousands of five-star reviews from customers like Dan D in New York who writes, I am satisfied customer. How can this only be 15 bucks? He wrote it in all caps. I needed you to feel it like he feels it. I hope I did that justice, Dan. And I hope that you try Mint too at mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three months required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com. And welcome to When A Podcast Calls On An Earful Podcast. This is the horror variety show where today we are going to be discussing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the one released in 1974. And obviously that's to build up the hype and sort of a watch along to the new one, which is out this Friday, if you're listening on the day of recording. Um, And that's available on Netflix on the 18th of Feb. And I'm pretty hype about it. What about you, Matty? I'm I'm looking forward to it, mate. Um... I loved. Uh, I did like Texas Chainsaw. You know when they did the uh, that was like the sequel to the original, and they did that in three D and that. I went watching that in the yeah. cinema, and that, that was pretty cool to see that in three D at the time. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they've done with it. Um, I've, I should explain as well for any listeners or watchers. So the reason usually a watch along, we would watch every movie up until the film is coming out. Yeah, we're doing the first one because in the timeline. It's number one, then the new one. Yeah. So disregards, done pretty much what Halloween did. Disregards all those sequels and stuff, which I think is a bit of a shame. Um, yeah. But that might be a future podcast because I think we'll discuss the sequels and stuff. I'm not hyping it. I'm line. not hyping it too much for myself because I don't want to be disappointed with it uh, at the same yeah. time. So I remember I was speaking to Luke, who's a friend of the podcast of us all, and uh, he was saying like it's straight to Netflix and like. There's a reason for that. I was like, ha, ah. you like convinced me at one point. I was like, oh, is this going to be bad? But I also have an issue with changing my opinion on things. So I'm sticking yeah. to it. I'm excited. It's going to be good. It would have been nice to see it in the cinema, though. Like, I know a Texas Chainsaw in the cinema. And yeah, I mean, hopefully, you never know. Some cinemas might do showings of it. True. If it's good. I mean, the fact that we can, you know, day of release, everyone will probably be getting to watch and get a good seat regardless is a a nice option. Yeah. True. But anyway, let's get on with the podcast. So if you ever listen to any of our horror fest episodes, this format is going to feel very similar to you. And basically we're just going to talk through the whole film, what we do and don't like about it. I don't know if we'll do a rating, but we'll see how it goes. So the Texas Chainsaw Massacre released in 1974, directed by Tobe Hooper and a runtime of one hour and 22 minutes. Synopsis of the film is five friends head out to rural Texas to visit the grave of a grandfather. On the way, they stumble across what appears to be a deserted house, only to discover something more sinister within. Pretty simple premise. I feel mm-hmm. like... So I'm going to say something that I always like battle with. This... And Friday the 13th, I think, are remarkably slow. But my my odd opinion is I really like Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. I don't like Friday the 13th. Do you not like Friday the 13th because 
Jason's not in it. Is that why? Or is it just because it's no, slow I to think get it's going? So, it's slow to get going. Yeah. So I think what they both do is they chuck you right in the middle of a group of friends. Yeah. And before you've already figured out who's who and trying to get it, there's stuff going on at the same time. Yeah, I get what you mean. A lot of like old horror movies were like that, where it was always a group of friends and all got the different personalities. You know who's going to go off and fucking die first. You've always got that couple who yeah. are always shagging all the time as well. <laughs> so, <I laughs> There's mean, always the horny couple. Yeah. You have to have a horny couple in a horror movie. Um, but no, I think, um, like you said, the, they're older films, and I think that's a, just a different way of storytelling then. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm more familiar <laughs> with modern stuff. Yeah, definitely. And like like you said, it, it does take a while to get into it, and uh, they set up the story for a while trying to just show you where eerie this town is and... My voice yeah, went, my voice but, went then. And like, like, <laughs> there is weird shit going on here because you meet like Nubbins, uh, who, who, who's a hitchhiker. You again, you find out he's. Oh, I didn't know family. that was his name, Nubbins, um, yeah. I think that's right. Um, I just had him down as hitchhiker. Yeah. Um, and then you only get your first kill like 30 odd minutes in, into the film. Yeah, but I will say, like, when. So I, I'm, I don't want to compare it too much to Friday the 13th, but when this gets its first kill, the speed picks up and then it's yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm into this. Whereas Friday, it's. The pacing is so different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, onto this. Um, so we start off with like something I think me and you both really like, which is like some fucked up visuals. Yeah, man. And, um, the, the, for the time again in 1970s, that was like, it's pretty cool. Like the uh, the cinematography on this film, uh, the bits were yeah. the walking in the desert and you've got the sunlight like beaming on them. And yeah, just some of the fucked up angles they get of the shots and that, it just... It all it all makes the film, and every time you see a Texas Chainsaw film, it's like that, and yeah, it's its own thing. We it? get that in this new one, yeah. yeah. It's something that's so unique to it, and then is like influenced so much, um, like Rob Zombie's movies that we. Well, that's it. Yeah, like you, you see it in Rob Zombie. If Zombies. I watch a Slipknot video, it's got these fucked up. Yeah visuals of just something rotting or a dead thing, and, mm. and Saw yeah. the Saw franchise does it as well in parts. Like sort yeah, of uh, yeah, it imitates it, so it, it has it has had a heavy influence on a lot of uh, a lot of films to come. Yeah, after so it, um, amongst those like fucked up visuals in the opening, we hear like radio chatter and talking mm. of grave robbing. Yeah, so that's the this and is the then, reason why she's going back there with her friends in it because uh, she's checking to see if her, I think it's her grandfather's gra- yeah grave grandfather's is buried there yeah, yeah. Um, and that that's a weird scene so. So yeah, once we see the group of friends, we have Franklin, uh, the gentleman in the wheelchair, and brother to Sally. Yeah, is just pissing outside in a can, and then that truck drives by, and all of a sudden he just rolls down. <laughs> I was watching it with Jess the other day, and I was like, regardless of being in a wheelchair, I'd be terrified falling with my cock out into a can. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> That's the oh. real horror. <laughs> Rolling down a hill you can't control with your cock in a can. Oh. <laughs> yep. Oh, mate. Um, and yeah, but that's just like a weird filler scene almost, but it just made me laugh. <laughs> and then we get to like the weird group of people where half of them are drunk lying on the the ground and she's yeah. after the sheriff to find her granddad's grave. Yeah. It turns, and out, then, it turns out to be uh, one of the nasty fellas. Yeah. Or AKA Drayton Sawyer. The guy in the uh, who's drunk. No, I'm gonna bet the police officer. Sorry, they, they, you know the gas. I think it's the gas station they're going to, isn't it? Oh yeah, but I'm yeah. talking about when. Um, so when they see 
when they get to the graves. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who introduces them to the yeah. like? Who shows them amongst the graves? You got the weird exposition, and then yeah, it is the it's the gas station first before the hitchhiker, isn't it? It is. I believe so. Yeah. Is it? I say, oh, I could, no, no. I think it's the other way around. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Yeah, because uh, they get to the gas station and he uh, think he's already got his arm cut. What's his name? Yes, it is uh, Franklin. Franklin. So yeah, yeah so we. They're driving along in a van and pick up the hitchhiker, which, what did you say his name was? Nubbins. Was Nubbins, I, I believe so. I could, uh, I could be wrong. Damn, but, um, didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and yet... He's a bit psych- psychotic, isn't he? He's a bit fucking weird. Yeah, very fucking weird. Like, the conversation originally before picking him up was all about the slaughterhouse, which was local to there. Yeah. Where, like, the grandfa- uh, their uncle worked at. Yeah, and he gets the photos out of the slaughterhouse instead of showing them. That's, that's yeah, a warning sign to start with. You'll just yeah. be like, okay, this guy's fucked up. Bye-bye. Yeah, if there's <laughs> ever, like, first of all, don't pick up hitchhikers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then here's more reason for it. Um, yeah, and then, then he snatches Franklin's knife. Well, it, and, and just cuts his cuts own hands, his yeah. hand with it. What the fuck? Um, then shows off his own knife he's hiding in his boot. And, um, but what I thought was interesting, I'm going to come back to like the conversation they have in this van because they're talking about the slaughterhouse and it's like, oh, we used to just bash their heads in with a sledgehammer and sometimes it wouldn't just be one, it'd be two, three, four. But now we've got a compressed air gun, shoots a needle through the head and straight out. Uh, It turns out Nubbins was one of these guys that worked at the slaughterhouse. It's like... Sort of amongst themselves, yeah. Assuming that, um, and then he invites them all to dinner. Fuck. Then, then he, then they say no. We got to get going. And then he grabs Franklin's arm and just slices slice, it. Yeah, like, yeah. little bastard. And then he gets kicked out. Which obviously, oh mate, I drive so fucking far away. <laughs> you would not stop no. off, would you? No. But it's also, it does make me laugh. Like, every time I watch it, um, as he's rubbing the blood on the van and just kicking it and yeah. pulling his tongue at Franklin. Obviously, it'd be fucking freaky if you so, know, some dude cuts you open. <laughs> I wonder when he's rubbing the blood on the van, is he marking them? So then when people see him driving past, they're kind of like, I think you know, so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then they get to the gas station, don't they? Yeah. And they say they have no gas. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, did you ask if there was another gas station around here? It's like, I don't know. And obviously later on, big twist of the film. So he must have seen the mark. Yeah. And, you know, so they, they stop off at this uh, deserted house, which is the grandfather's, I believe. Cause, yeah. It's the grandfather's um, house, yeah. At this point, you've got the couples. So you've got Sally and Jerry and Pam and Kirk. Yeah. And they split off running around, obviously you got, you know, shag fest happening in a deserted house. As you do. You know, <laughs> as they want to do. And um, you see Franklin, like, you know, if you pardon the pun, feeling like the fifth wheel. Yeah. Um, and he, like, kind of has a, uh, not a moan about, maybe a moan, yeah, moan about Yeah, it. he's just a bit sick of it, isn't he? He can't, yeah, he can't really yeah, get upstairs. He's stuck downstairs. He's just been cut on his arm and everyone's fucked off. Yeah. And he's like, oh, mate, this is the worst day ever. He's having a shit day. It, to be honest, that would be like, why the fuck have I come here? Yeah. <laughs> you just you know? want to go back home, wouldn't you? They're up, what, I what, fell, what, fell what? down a hill yeah. with my cock in a can. <laughs> Got cut open by a hitchhiker. And now this. 
whilst the other fucking people are upstairs getting an asbestos dick. <laughs> oh. uh, no, there is no sex going on um, in the film if you've never seen this. Um, but um, this is where, like, it finally, for me, picks up pace, which is where you have the other couple, Pam and Kirk, asking, where's the... The creek, we said there's a lake or a creek nearby. Mm. We want to go for a swim. And it's like, oh, it's between these two sheds. You walk down there. Obviously, they asked Franklin because um, he knew the area growing up, yeah. I'm guessing. And um, they run down and there is no creek. It's dried up kind of thing. Mm. Uh, but you hear this noise and they hear a generator from a house nearby. So that means someone must have gasoline so they can get out of there. Yeah. Um, and do you know what? When I was watching it again, I was like, one thing I've never noticed about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the use of like sound, which is something me and you, you know, fucking loving horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's what piques Kirk's interest to just walk in the house. Because he knocks on the door after exploring 360 around this house, and you hear this pig squealing, and it's. It's unsettling, and you're like, mm. oh, no, you wouldn't. But obviously it piques his interest. And um, similar to the conversation of the slaughterhouse, Kirk's inside the house, and Leatherface appears out of nowhere with a hammer, yeah. bashes him on the head. Well, he just, just like, like, it just lets himself in, doesn't it? He just opens the door. Yeah, yeah I'll invite myself in. Yeah, because as he it. knocks at the door, the door just opens, doesn't it? Yeah. So You've got, like, animal pelts all up the wall and, like, yeah. heads of loads of animals in the background of this room. Yeah, fucking Leviathan yeah, just pops out and just gives him a little bop on the head. But ju- that's, like, just like the conversation that you're having about the slaughterhouse. Yeah. Doesn't kill him in one hit either. Cows. Doesn't kill him in one hit. It's Leatherface's slaughterhouse. Yeah. That's what you've just entered. He's on the floor having a fit, which is pretty fucking grim when you just see him lying there. And yeah. he just does him in another time and then boof, slams the door, which is an that iconic door, scene, in it? That steel door is so intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> fucking close for business, mate. Boom. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. <laughs> and then um, that's where Pam's like, what's going on? Yeah. Because she's seen Kirk walk in the house. She was sat on, like, a porch swing further down. And, um, yeah, oh, my God, the Pam scene I love. Because she walks in, sees Leatherface, 180s and bolts, and Leatherface runs after her. And just as she gets out of the door, everyone will know this scene. Yeah, He pulls her back in and then just... Pops her on a meat hook. Again, like this is another iconic scene. Just pulls her back in, door shuts. Which also, if you if you've ever watched Rob Zombie's Halloween, which I know everyone loves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a scene on Rob Zombie's Halloween where this I think they're sort of paying homage to it where um it's Daniel Harris's character, she's playing Annie. Uh she runs out the door of the house and uh, Michael Myers comes out, grabs her. And then pulls her back in again and just slams the door. And that's like one of the scenes on that. Immediate so, yeah. reference. So it's an immediate yeah. reference to it. And then, yeah, you get the dead by daylight hanging on the uh, on the hooks. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do, yeah. But what I like as well is when we see uh, Pam placed on the meat hook with the bucket underneath to drain the blood, which is like even more disgusting. Yeah. It shows like they're being treated like animals. Um, it makes no sound. So for a moment you're like, wait, is, is she actually hooked through her skin or is it like 
on clothing or whatever, mm. and then you just see her like grabbing it, and then they're like, "Oh no, yeah, you fucked." It's fucking grim, that isn't it. Imagine that. And as as Oof. she's on the hook, you see Kirk lying on the butcher block table in front, mm. and Leatherface starting up the chainsaw. Dude, it's fucking grim, isn't it? Like, if you, yeah. Again, like thinking back to so this film's what nineteen seventy four, so. Thinking of like other films around that time that came out that were maybe that like gory or had that much of a shock factor to it. I don't think there was yeah. many. Like, there's none from the top of my head that I can think of. I know obviously, like in in 1980, and that you got like Cannibal Holocaust, which again took the boundaries a, a lot more. But I think like back then, this would have been pretty fucking like wow. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, this is insane. Which around that time you had a lot of films that were sort of pushing the boundaries with horror, like you had The Exorcist, which yeah. is a different form of like film, but this one's more like shock factor in it. Yeah, well, I mean, I should have probably said this at the beginning, but if people don't know, the Texas uh, Leatherface is based off a famous serial killer called Ed Gein, who started off grave robbing yeah. and murdering people, and you know, police reports. I've seen like uh, a belt made of nipples, mm. lampshade of skin. Yeah, it, there's all sorts, and he's inspired like many killers amongst horror. Yeah. And you know, um, but yeah, if anyone needs to watch it, Bailey Serian has an amazing like in-depth thing. Not to plug someone else, but it's so good. Um, nice little rabbit hole to fall down of Ed Gein <laughs> if you're a fan of serial killers. Anyway. So yeah, we've got um, Pam and Kirk dying. This is where the pacing is like, you get more of a feel for the film and you're like, oh, fuck, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you go, like you said, you go into the house and again, it's you, you can tell it's very, again, inspired with the way. A hundred percent. Like you've got the, uh, you've got the face, you've got the face like lamp on top of the table, you go into the house and all the furniture's made out of bones and. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up, isn't it? Imagine yeah, walking so, in there and seeing that for the first time. You just, yeah. I mean, since you just said that, when, yeah, Pam runs into the house, it's not immediate that Leatherface finds her and she falls into this room just full of bones yeah. and a chicken in a cage for some reason yeah. hung up. Um, yeah, and it's almost like a chair made out of bones. It's like someone's sat in it. Oh, it's yeah. so fucked up. Yeah. I mean, if for like artistic, um, whatever you call it, like actually being able to make furniture out of it, fair enough. At least they're making use of it. Well, you're yeah. proud of recycling. Yeah. Is that what you're well, saying? saying? At least they're not chucking them away. They're like, all these bodies sat in these graveyards. Let's recycle. <laughs> I need a chair. Those bones are going to oh. waste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to I mean, I'm guessing Ed Keaton sort of thought that himself. Yeah, I mean, they're not at least they're not knocking trees down and making out with that. You know, what I mean, they're saving the earth. So I mean, you can always plant more trees, mate. We've not got to dig yeah. up people's relatives. <laughs> <laughs> I best take my bone chair back to IKEA then. <laughs> yeah, what is that in the background actually? <laughs> so, um. After these two disgusting kills and we've we've seen Pam meat hooked, the room is it and that's again where it cut off to like just shots of these like fucked up images of like uh, a horn through someone's skull and yeah. you know, shit like that. Uh then we go back to 
Sally, Jerry and Franklin, who've come out of the grandfather's abandoned house and sort of discussing where the fuck are Pam and Kirk. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of bickering, sibling bickering between uh, Franklin and Sally. And that's where Jerry just goes like, I'm fucking leaving you both to it. I'll just go look for him. And that's where Jerry stumbles across the house. How does... Oh, so I remember so he goes, Jerry he, dies. He goes in there, he goes into the, the room, um, and then he finds... He, yeah, Pam he in finds the, the butcher room. And yeah, Pam's lying in a chest freezer. Yeah. Um, she was trying to make noise to get out, and that's what he heard, and yeah. that's what lured him in. And then Leatherface again pops out of nowhere. Some good, like, jump scares that, mm. you know... I think a necessary and suitable jump scares, not like, here's a loud noise. Yeah. Yeah, then he gets fucked up. How does he die now? I can't... I think it is the chainsaw. It gets chainsawed. I don't know. I could be wrong on that one. I should have rewatched it before this. I did. And uh, <laughs> Jerry, you kind of don't get a good attachment to the character like yeah he's there to be killed because he's yeah. driving during the hitchhiker scene yeah, yeah. yeah you don't see much of him so yeah jerry dies oh well um but then you've got sally and franklin who've clearly waited a couple of hours it seems because everything's gone dark now yeah stood by the van honking the horn thinking where the fuck are they yeah um and this is where Sally is trying to get the torch of Franklin and be like, I'm going to go look for them. You stay here. And he's like, I'll come with you. It's like, yeah. you're in a wheelchair. You can't get down this massive hill. Yeah. You know? Um, and then it turns out uh, they don't have the keys for the van anyway. So you may as well go together. Yeah. Um, I mean, you wouldn't be on the left alone after what happened earlier on in the day when the day went nubbins. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. you would be shitting yourself a little bit. Um, 100%. Yeah, and he's at a bit of a disadvantage, but they still get split up anyway, don't they? Well, yeah, so um, pushing a wheelchair through, an ab- you know, what used to be a creek or a lake, and then through a field. Yep. Nice and challenging for Sally. What annoyed me through this as well is Franklin's like, push harder. And I'm like, all right, like, I'm pushing here. She's getting her steps in. And imagine her hot. <laughs> She's getting her steps in. You can't say that. Franklin can't, so, yeah. you know. Fucking hell, she must but have been getting still, a sweat is, on the millet, yeah. millet desert as well. I guess it gets He's cold. He's arrogant, like. isn't he? Yeah. He's arrogant enough to, to be like, come on, push harder. I've had a hard day. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. The message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three months required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com. The thing which I suppose you have, yeah, he has, yeah. But uh, if that were me, I'd be like, I'll just sleep in the van for a bit. I'm sure they'll turn up. <laughs> It'd be sound, can lock it from the inside, yeah, should be all right. 
But um, yeah, then in this field, Leatherface appears with a chainsaw and just straight into Franklin's chest, which is the... I feel like that's the big one where you're like, oh, fuck, because to me, Franklin comes across as the main character throughout this entire film. Yeah. You know, he's in the opening. Well, you'd think something good had happened to him eventually after all that bad shit, but no. I, yeah. He get, yeah, he gets a chainsaw to the chest. Uh, bless him. Um, uh, bless him. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's where things switch, and you're like, Sally's the last person She's the In final girl. Alive. Yeah. The final girl. Yeah, the final girl. Um, And she just turns around and bolts as you would. Which, again, you would be fucking shitting yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I feel Sally dips and she sees the house. Yeah. But she doesn't know Leatherface has come from there. She no. just thinks it's... As, as we all do. For some reason, like in horror films, I think we see a house as safety. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. What would you do in right? If you was in that situation, would you run to the house or would you just fucking run for your life down just in the middle of the desert? I mean, I can't really say that because I know what happens in the house. I'm yeah. biased immediately. I'd yeah. be like, nah, I'm bolting, you know? I'n see, I, can't, I couldn't see myself running into the house. I don't know. Like, I think if someone was I, yeah, chasing me outside... Yeah, I don't think I'd run into a stranger's house. Um, I mean, I guess you could think there's there's maybe safety there because there might be people who live there who have guns and stuff like that because obviously they know a lot of, a lot of people have guns around there. Uh, yeah. So I, I, that could possibly be a reason, but um, if it happened to me in the UK, I'd, I'd be fucking just legging it down the road, me. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, just keep running. Yeah. Just keep running until you get tired and... To be honest with you, Leatherface, being quite a big fella, holding a big uh, chainsaw, he's going to get knackered at some point. So you're <laughs> yeah, going to wait, true. Him. Yeah, I, I think throughout this as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is Leatherface changing mask throughout this? So I feel like in the beginning we see him with the mask that I remember, yeah, and then um, later on at like the dinner table scene, yeah. it's a different mask with like. Different skin makeup on, it. and when his dad sees him, he's wearing a wig and some. I think it's, it might be Sally actually. Yeah, might not notice that. But yeah, I could be wrong though, but it it makes sense, doesn't it? It's yeah. Leatherface. This is his uh, mo. Yeah. yeah. So Sally flees into the house, and um, she runs upstairs to see Granddad. Granddad and Grandma. Oh, she's hollowed out, and he's fucking. The he, fact that yeah, he's just wiped out. He looks baked, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, so you see Grandad sign his chair upstairs, and you're like, like, "Oh, that guy's that guy's dead." And all of a sudden, it like slightly moves, and you're like, e. uh, "Yeah, nope." So the fact that that guy was played by, and I, like, I think he was like 19 at the time, is insane. And that's all, obviously. Wait, Grandad was played by a guy who was 19 Gran- at the time. Grandad was pa- played by a 19 year old, um, yeah, uh, with just a lot of makeup on him. That's amazing. I like that. I did not know that. Yeah. Which is fucking mental when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, though. He does a pretty good job of it. I hell, yeah, that's that's one of the creepiest visuals. Yeah. Um, Sally realises this isn't the house to fucking stay in and jumps out of a window. Well, she runs back downstairs, doesn't she, first, thinking, right, I better get out of this fucking house because this is weird. Then, yeah. obviously, Leatherface shows up. She turns back runs around up the stairs. and just takes a swan dive out of a window. 
And which um, good yeah. on you. I mean, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, <laughs> needs must. <laughs> well, that's it. You know, you're either going to run into a room, and it's one of those moments where he's right fucking behind you. And I, oh, mate, I hate that sort of stuff where you know they're right behind the feet and stuff on the stairs, and they could just fucking grab it. Chasing oh, someone up the stairs man. is like an inherent thing. I do it late all the time. Yeah. Like if you're already, I'll run up the stairs a bit faster. Yeah. I'll yeah. I think everyone does. Oh, mate, it's not nice. Or a guy chasing you with a chainsaw <laughs> up the stairs. I, I'm not fucking yeah, surprised be... you took a swan dive. You couldn't, yeah. you couldn't do that nowadays with double glazed windows, so you'd be fucked. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, these abandoned Texas houses, they're okay. Straight through, yeah. Straight through in Aubrey. But then she, she lands pretty well as, as well. It's like an advert for, like, not autoglass repair, repair, but some shit like that. We're like, double glazing company. Oh, It will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> You won't escape with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, no one's getting yeah. in and no one's getting out. <laughs> she she is fucked up after that swan dive, and you could, as you would be. Yeah. Um, and that's where Sally just keeps fucking running. And we see the gas station where they all stopped earlier, where they didn't said, no, sorry, we've got no gas. Yep. And there he Finally is. Finally meets safety. And honestly, the first time I watched this, I remember because it was probably only like maybe three or four years ago I watched this. Yeah. You know, seriously and sat down and enjoyed it or rather than just something in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, no, this this is actually safety. Completely believed and bought into it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the attendant at the gas station... What's his actual name? So it's Drayton Sawyer. Drayton Sawyer. Yeah. Uh, kind, attentive. Gives the girl a hug and he's like, it's all right, you're safe now. There's no one out there. Mm-hmm. I'll go get the car. Come on. There's no phone here. So I'll go get the car. We'll go to the police station. And then he comes back with a rope and a bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. You're like, could my luck get any worse? Yeah. Of course it could. <laughs> I thought Franklin had it bad getting <laughs> fucking cut up by a hitchhiker. Here oh. we are. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, and, and it's it's almost more sinister how nice he is about it. He's like, it won't take long. Come on. Just put this rope and bag over your head. It's going to be okay. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck that. But, I mean, it works. He does capture her. She gets knocked out. Yeah. And then the iconic dinner scene happens. I mean, yeah. just before that, you see, and um, we, we get reintroduced to Nubbins, Bubbins, Nubbins, Hitchhiker, Nubbins, Nubbins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, realizing he's in on it all along, and this is his yeah, house yeah. that was just up the road. That's another big reveal. <laughs> his dad's hitting him with a fucking brush, like, get the girl and stuff. Yeah. And Sell also, and at this point, you see in Leatherface also getting hit by, yeah. by him as well. And then. See, at this point, obviously, you you think of Leatherface as the bad guy, but then you also see him like getting fucking twatted by this brush here, and you realise he's under control by his... Is it, is it, it is his dad, isn't it? I assume so. It has to be, right? They're a fucked up family, though, so it could yeah, be... Yeah, they're a Sawyer family, yeah. so... Yeah. Um, Fuck knows, but either way, he's, get, he's getting abused, so... He's just like a, he's got the men, sort of like the mentality of like a little kid, and he really, and he's just been ordered around to do all this sort of stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, so the reason is that his dad's hitting him is like, you you killed these people, you better not let any of them get away, you know. Yeah. 
And that's why he's asking. He's like, where are they? And you see Leatherface pointing at the chest freezer. Yeah. It's like, none of them got away. And then it's like, go get granddad for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the eyes of Sally, you see her wake up and then you, that table scene. Again, man. that shot of Sally's eyes as well, man. That up close shot and she's like looking around like this and you see the fucking veins in her eye. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like uh, the shots in Suspiria, which obviously yeah. eyeballs and Italian horror go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, like just where they're like laughing at Sally waking up and like all cheering along yeah, with her. Yeah. It's so sinister. Yeah, they're all just sort of sat there staring at her and then they really like granddad in and granddad's like fucking on the chair. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, mate, it's fucking that. Yeah, that'd be fucking scary as well, wouldn't it? And this is where like you've got the, the lampshade made of someone's yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they sort of focus in on it for a little minute just to sort of show you. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, it gets on to um, they're going to they're gonna kill her and uh, they're handing over the uh, the pleasure to Grandad to do it. Yeah, who should kill her but Grandad? Yeah. And uh, it makes me laugh because Drayton Sawyer earlier says, now nah, this will just be quick, don't worry. <laughs> and you get fucking Grandad killing her. I know. Who's barely moving when he does throw a hammer he's dropping it in a bucket and yeah. you can't really hit her um and because of all this fumbling sally manages to oh one two one do one yeah nice one granddad and, uh, yeah cheers granddad you let her get away <laughs> uh <laughs> hope that chair's electric because you got to go chase her now. <laughs> um, and then she takes another swan dive out of window another yeah, you know, I fucking love the commitment to it though. Like, fair play. She don't give a shit. She's out of the straight <laughs> Mate, through that window. Would. Yeah. But now that you've said double glazing, I want to see like a modern version. <laughs> it's like fuck me. Can't get through those windows. I'm afraid. Yeah, backfires on them, bounces yeah. straight back off the window. <laughs> yeah. So thank fuck to those Concussion flimsy windows. For the rest of the film. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so thank fuck for those flimsy windows. Uh, Sally takes another swan dive and. Fucking legs it. Yeah, another window. Yeah, man. And, and then, this is uh, where we have like a big chase. You've got mm. Nubbins chasing her down as well as Leatherface. Yeah. And, you know, the dad and granddad are just uh Dude, even that's chilling. that's tense as fuck as well. That makes you that you're like sitting at the edge of your seat for that. Um It's also like the continuous like sound of a chainsaw as well. Yeah, in the, <laughs> in back the background. Range, yeah. And um <laughs> Nubbins catches up to Sally in the middle of this road, mm. grabbing her. And then out of nowhere, this truck comes along and plows down Nubbins. Yeah. What is it with American truckers just fucking like... Just not stopping. Not aware of the surroundings, they just go. <laughs> Pet cemetery. <laughs> yeah. This. <laughs> if someone's in the way, they get them run over. They're not stopping for anyone. Um, <laughs> They've got, got a schedule to keep these good delivery drivers. <laughs> Uh, there's a new horror film it's just an Amazon delivery driver trying to keep his schedule yeah. running a load of people over <laughs> yeah fucking hell yeah I thought this was weird as like obviously <laughs> the truck driver stops as you would if you've ran someone over yeah um, and then realises Sally's in trouble because Leatherface is catching up she gets in the truck and they sort of climb out the other side to avoid him yeah yeah because he's slashing up the fucking truck yeah and uh 
They run round. And does the truck driver die? I cannot remember. Pretty sure he gets I feel he does. Yeah. Um, but as this is happening, a pickup comes along. Sally just manages to get into it. Mm. Oh, mate, my, then, I would be going like fucking Roadrunner. Like, <laughs> there'd be no like stopping it, me. If Leatherface hadn't have had to run after her and probably was like yeah. fatigued after it, he could have easily just flung that chainsaw into her. Yeah. Probably. At that end scene. Probably. You bet he's not going to any after a bit. He's been doing a bit of running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't look like the healthiest guy in my mind anyway. No. Um, I mean, the guy's eating fucking people for a living. True. Yeah. That Got that good chili on the go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you got that iconic scene, not only of uh, Leatherface revving his chainsaw with the sunset. Mm. behind but oh, also mate. sally covered in blood laughing and crying in yeah the back of the pickup. what an ending to a film that is man like look it's oh. iconic you can't really it's that say. iconic shot where he's just fucking so flinging it around with one hand like going fucking crazy like you said in like the sort of the sun it's the sunrise in it coming back up again and yeah yeah it's, yeah, it it's sunrise, yeah it? it's just pure terror at the end she that the fucking screaming on her face and yeah man what an ending to a yeah. film so good. It's so good. And it's it's not that long of a film, an hour 22. So, like, for, for me saying earlier, it's slow. It's only slow at the very beginning, and then once it establish, establishes yeah. where it needs to establish it, it kicks off and gets good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and that's we, that's the full film. Yeah, we've just summed up. So we we didn't we I know we mentioned a bit on like the sound, but we didn't we didn't bring up the iconic sound in it. The sort of like the uh, sort of like switching something on in it, like the ding. You know what you're saying? I'm on about. I don't remember. Yeah, no. It's the, it's the iconic Texas this? Chainsaw sounds. It's the ding. <laughs> it's that. Oh that's about, yes, yeah. yes. I did, yeah. yeah, very like mechanical cold noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, that like, that sticks through through yeah, the franchise, the, man, and it's that's just got a really unnerving sound. It's also the fucked up sounds of what sounds like Leatherface laughing, yeah, and having fun with it, yeah. It's all sinister and yeah. So, a couple of questions now, and then I'm gonna we're gonna rate it, I suppose, out of five, like we do with oh, fuck. Horror Fest. Sorry to drop this on you. Um. <laughs> I know my rating, but uh, when was the first time you watched this? I can't even. I can't remember. Can't honestly, remember. no. Because um, yeah, um, it, it would have been a very, long, a very long time ago. Um, I say a very long time ago. I'm only fucking twenty seven. <laughs> um, it probably, it, it, see, it probably would have been like ten years or so ago. Yeah, I think I've already said mine was like three or four years ago. Yeah. Um. So this is the film that continues on to the new one coming out on Friday. Mm -hmm. We ignore number two, unfortunately, and the rest of the sequels. And Which I guess for newcomers to the uh, to the franchise is pretty good. I mean, you've got to watch yeah, this absolutely. film or just listen to this podcast. Do either. It's up to you. Do both. Do both. Yeah. Do both. Um, it's an hour, like you said, it's an hour and 22 minutes, so it's not like it's you're not, yeah. committing to like a two and a half hour movie or something ideal, like that. Ideal length yeah. for a horror. 100%. Um, do you like this movie? Yeah. I, again, I, I think it's as original for its time. Um, it's one of those that I come back to every so often. I'm not like 
huge on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But yeah. Like, yeah, just the premise and the storyline of it. And, yeah, it, should, it is iconic in its own right and original for its time. And the cinematography at the end as well, yeah. that dinner scene alone. Yeah, you know what you're getting with it. So um, they went a bit overboard, I think, with the uh, with the remakes and stuff like that. Like I said, I did like Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2's uh, fucking sick as well. Which it's so definitely good. worth yeah. a watch. Well, the plan is um, after a podcast on the new one. Yeah. Um, I think to continue the hype, I might do two, three and the, the yeah. rest and work our way through the whole franchise talking about it. I think like even in number two, you see a lot of more character development with all of the characters, but especially uh, Leatherface as well. And uh, it gets a, a lot more fun as well, yeah. but sinister at the same time. Yeah. But then you, you do start, to, in the second one, you do start to sort of feel... In the in a way, sorry for Leatherface because what yeah. he's going through as well. It's not it's not his fault as such that he is like yeah. he is. It's just the way he's been brought up with it. But yeah, so yeah, it is worth it is worth it if you want to see that sort of character development and watch a fucking fun movie on Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Bill Mosley oh, is man. so good in number two. Yeah. Um, obviously we're biased <laughs> when yeah. we're gonna do our uh, podcast on it, but. Yeah, this being number one, this is what goes on the Netflix release of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming out. Yeah. On the 18th of Feb. My, what are you rating the original, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Out of five. Out of five. Give it allow point fives as well. I'll give it a four. Four. Nice. Mine's 4.5. Nice. Um, Because, like, I've watched it enough now to be like, Oh, then the scene and the meat hook kill. Yeah. It's some of my favourite parts in it. It's so sick. But yeah, that dinner scene is... Oh, I love it. Even from, like, what they're wearing and how... Yeah. You know, like, Leatherface's fucking suit, as well as his, like, apron he was yeah, wearing yeah. earlier, it just gets creepier and... That's how... I mean, at least he put a suit on for dinner. Yeah, like, he dressed up for dinner. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> Dress yeah. for the occasion. Yeah. You best be uh, wearing something sharp in this new one. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure's on now. Um, but that, that concludes it. We've uh, smashed out the full explanation of Texas Chainsaw there. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining me on this, Mighty. Yeah, no worries, mate. You know me. Yeah. Going to be doing it again for a new one. Yeah, 100%. Just told you yet. Um, um, have Netflix got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre original one on there now? I assume they would have. I don't the think new one they have. Out. You think they would have tried to get the, the rights to it? I mean, they've definitely missed a trick. I don't think they have at all. Have they not? Yeah. I'm going to do a quick search now. I mean, we'll find out. They have missed out on that, really, unless they just couldn't, couldn't get it. Couldn't get, couldn't get the Yeah, couldn't it, get the licensing. Just the new one. Just the new one. Just the new mm. one. Yeah, the, missed the trick there, def- Netflix. Definitely considering it's the it's like their film as well. Like you think they would have got the rights to the original to sort yeah. of to let people at least the original, you know, yeah. to watch it with the continuity. But yeah, well, if you've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre, go watch it. If not, it might be on Amazon Prime or something. And then yeah, let definitely us, get let it. Us, let us know what you thought of this, and let us know what you think of the film. <laughs> I will. As well, yeah. I will give a shout out to someone who commented on our last um, Texas Chainsaw trailer review, which is what we did yeah. when when it got first announced. Uh, and we had a comment on it. 
And it basically someone just saying, I'm not excited about it. He's like, I don't want to see a 70 year old leather face <laughs> running around. <laughs> and then some fucking like Sally being like Jamie Lee Curtis bullshit. And I was like, do you know what? Fair enough. Cause that is exactly what they're doing. Well, yeah, it, it is basically like sort of like a copycat of that in it. And they've gone for like a similar, like sort of structure to it. So, oh, yeah. I mean, Michael Myers is like, what, 70 odd years old and he's like still beasting it. Yeah. And shot and all that. So, um, I know Leatherface is a lot more human. So, yeah, it is going to be, it is going to be very weird. And I'm very curious to see how they do it. And if so, yeah, still- it was, uh, Krillin uh, <laughs> commented, who asked for a 70-year-old Leatherface. The story makes zero sense, in my opinion. Yeah. So we've had a new teaser trailer out. The bus scene with the cell phones and the adults lifting over Leatherface's head. I refuse to support this uh, <laughs> this dumbness. <laughs> Old lady coming back with a shotgun after f- uh, 50 years. Revenge like Jamie Lee Curtis. So, yeah. Enough, absolutely yeah. get that opinion, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just like, even if they release another new one and it is bad, I've still got the ones I like. So Yeah. Well this is it. I'm I'm not going in there with my, with the burst set high on it. Do you know what I mean? No. I'm not I'm not like putting myself up there for disappointment. So if it's good, it's good. If not, then I don't need to watch it again. We've got plenty plenty of other Texas uh, chainsaw scenes. Yeah, there's enough, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so let us know what you think of the original Texas Chainsaw. Let us know if you're excited for the new one. Um, everything's linked below all our socials. Join our Discord if you want to chat some bullshit about horror movies. Um, and that concludes it. We'll be back next time mm-hmm. with a review on the new Texas Chainsaw. But other than that, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.